With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, they're letting they're letting us record on TalkShoe, so... For all you people out there listening to us on TalkShoe, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report. Um, we're just going Facebook Live as well, waiting for the Nugster. Um... I sent him an invite. I must be having some trouble with my Facebook Live. I have no idea why it's not letting, why why this isn't happening here. I mean, I really don't know. I have no answer. I'm trying to just to make uh, make some small talk here. See if he can hear me at least. And like I said, for you people out there that are on TalkShoe, um, if you want to try and give us a call with a question or a comment, the number is 605 562 0444. Type in the show ID number. 141457. There's his icon. Let me add Greg. Hopefully he'll be on. We'll see what's uh is adding him here. I know he can hear me, so hopefully we'll be able to to add him on. I see Flash Waller is uh, doing this. How's it going, Flash? Nice to see you out there. Just going to send him a wave. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're missing PAPW quite a bit. You know, I mean, like I said, we did a special with Flash Waller. Oh, there he is. Can you hear me okay, Greg? Yeah, I can now, but I really want to punch you in the face. <laughs> because I told you I didn't know why I didn't well I said why I didn't do it on my computer last time. Okay. And I said, things don't work. Let me just grab onto my tablet. And then you disconnected and did Facebook Live again, which totally screwed everything up. Oops. Well, we're here. <laughs> so annoying. Yeah, so we um we got some good news and we got some bad news. Because you just go and you just start. You don't give me a chance to start anything on Anchor. And on my end, you're yelling because you're talking really loud. So turn that down. I don't even know why we bother doing Anchor sometimes. Because all you care about is talk show. Nobody listens to us on talk show. All right. Okay, we all start. Okay, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on TalkShoe.com, Facebook Live, and Anchor. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. 
And joining me as usual every week is my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nokia Greg. Greg, welcome. Uh, got a got some good news and we got some bad news. Got some surprising news, as a matter of fact. But uh, unfortunately, the bad news we have to report tonight is uh, the WWE has lost a member of its family again uh, with, in the passing of WWE Hall of Famer Pat Patterson. Um, Pat was 79 years old. He was the last North American champion in the WWF. And he was the very first. Yes, he was the very first Intercontinental Champion. So, to show our respect and pay tribute to Pat Patterson, we will now toll the bell ten times. Rest in peace, Pat Patterson. So. Yeah, he, uh, passed from, he passed away from complications to cancer. Okay. Uh, I know you'd asked me yesterday if I knew how he passed away. And uh, obviously being a person that I am, I did my research and found out that he did pass um, of cancer. Okay. Uh, that's why he's the best in the business, folks. He's right up on top of that research every week. And... Um, yeah, so the surprising news of the week, and I don't know if a lot of people out there were just as surprised as I was when I when I read it, that Sting has signed with AEW. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's a bigger shock. Um, I know, you know, a month or two ago when uh, we talked about, or I talked about how all this merchandise and everything was pulled up at WWE.com and this and that. And that typically goes, oh, Trevor's playing with his phone. We'll be disconnected shortly. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that usually falls into line with sending your Brock Lesnar. His merchandise came off, um, you know, 90 days after your contract is up, they stop selling your merchandise. And even then, it was rumored that, okay, where was Sting going to show up? So, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, okay, for most people, it was a huge surprise. Um, it, to me, it was a small surprise. Um, the bigger surprise of it is that he signed a multi-year contract with AEW. Right. I and mean, he's 61 years old. Yep. I mean, I know they've, you know, and I was uh, watching a video of somebody um Today was very, very outspoken about AEW versus WWE. Um, he's a little bit, he's younger, probably late 20s. And I was watching a video and he was defending AEW's use of legends versus WWE's use of legends. And saying how when WWE brings legends in, they always wind up fighting. When AEW brings legends in, it's just as managerial and blah, 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 blah. And this was after Arn Anderson was in the ring getting the shit kicked out of him. 
Okay, yeah, that uh, kind of defeats the purpose. Well, yeah, um, so what, what they're going to do with them, I, I don't know. Um, but it's it wasn't just a one-off. It was he's now under contract with AEW for three years at the age of 61. Now, do you think it's something to do that Tony Khan might have uh, – been looking at the ratings and say, hey, we need to do something. We need to bring in like a megastar. You know, Sting is still a name. You know, he's a Hall of Famer. Well, and this is where we'll, I mean, we'll debate this. I'll debate this till I'm blue in the face. Um, I don't, I, I, I mean, personally, I was never a big Sting fan. Um, even when I started to get into WCW, I was never a huge Sting fan. Um, I never was one that wanted to even think about a Sting Undertaker match. I, I just I didn't care to have him around. You know that last go round where he got injured in 2016 when Seth Rollins gave him a buckle bomb and the guy never recovered from it. I just, I'm not a huge Sting fanatic, so it's hard for me to to get excited about a 61-year-old man being in the ring. Right, and I can definitely uh, understand your, your thinking on that because I don't, I mean, he signed a multi-year contract, and is he going to be active on the roster? That's the thing. Or is it just going to be appearances, or or how are they going to do it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, yes. I mean, the answer to your original question was, why did Tony Khan do it? For ratings, obviously. Absolutely for ratings. <laughs> um, the other reason to me is a middle finger to Vince McMahon. Yep. And, you know, that's just, right. know, you don't want to use them, we will. Exactly. You know? Yep. You have nothing, you have nothing for Sting? Well, <coughs> excuse me. You have nothing for Sting? You don't want to bring him in? Fine, we'll take care of it. And that's how he looks right. at it. So, all right, so we're two weeks away from the, from the TLC pay-per-view. But before we get into that, what did you think of Monday Night Raw this past week? Um, it was okay. Um, trying to, I mean, it was only Monday, and I'm trying to recall what even happened, to be honest with you, and my mind just went totally blank. Well, there was the women's match, Lana and Asuka, and then they started off with the... Um... Oh, that's right. So it started off, um, I mean, the opening segment was... Uh, moment of bliss. Um, it's starting to come back to me now. Yeah. Um, a moment of bliss of Randy Orton. Yep. Where? I mean, I don't know. What What did you think of the segment? Uh, I thought it was. <coughs> excuse me. I thought it was a a pretty good segment because Randy Orton said that he had. Um the fiend's weakness and the weakness is alexa bliss 
Um, Randy, he also stated that the voices in Bray Wyatt's head are his. Randy Orton. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be not only interesting, but I think it's going to be fun to see whether WWE is going to. Hi, Julie. Thanks for tuning in. Um, where it's going to be fun to see where they're going to go with this because we know they have a history uh, with the two of them uh, when right. when uh, Randy Orton burned down the compound. But could something like that with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, the thing with um, Alexa Bliss, could that be the Achilles heel that turns Bray Wyatt sometimes into like a mushy character at point at some point? Or will it turn him into a meaner, meaner individual in the ring? I can I can definitely see that. And uh, one of the other things we talked about on Raw as well was I just I just don't know what's going on with Lana and Asuka. I mean, you said the second week in a row now Lana has pinned Shayna Baszler, and then I had mentioned to you, well, does this? Yeah, so then I said to you, I said, does this mean that the WWE might want to put the tag team titles on those two? And it's like, oh, God, I hope no, not. I don't, I, don't, I don't see that. If anything, um, well, I mean, nothing's out of the realm of possibility with WWE. Right. Um, but I, I see more than likely there'll be a match of some sort at TLC, yep. whether it be a tag match or a straight up one-on-one match with Nia Mata being a tables match. And um, I, I think it'll be the dissolution of the women's tag team. Right. Uh, Nia Jackson, Sam Baszler. Who they lose the titles to, don't know. Uh, I mean, I hope it's not Asuka Mata. Mm-hmm. I, I hope they're just kind of together in this because they're both fighting the same battle in Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Right. Um, another question I wanted to talk to you about was, maybe it's me. We haven't seen him in a couple of weeks, but it could could they be starting to phase out Retribution? They were on this week's Monday Night Oh, Monday they were on this? Oh, okay, well, I like I said, I only saw the first. I only get to see an hour and a half of it. It might have been on the parts that I didn't get a chance to see. So. Well, then you got to do a little more research on the show before you you talk about it then. Oh, okay. Because Ricochet took on Slapjack on Monday Night Raw. Oh, okay. All righty. And, uh. And then Mia Yim, and then Mia Yim, or Reckoning. 
So they were in, and then they were in a couple different backstage segments as well. Okay. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to have to start uh, paying a little bit more attention to the Monday Night Raw research. And uh, <laughs> somebody somebody gave us a question in uh, Talk Shoe. Is Hulk Hogan still... <laughs> Is Hulk Hogan still alive? Yes, he is. Well, that's obviously a wise-ass comment. That's not meant for real. Right. In my opinion. Yes, it's a guess for whoever that could be. But, uh, but you know, then again, we we do uh, answer questions from people watching. So, you know, we like to keep yeah, it. I thought, I thought it was serious questions. All yeah, sir, yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, yeah, so, I mean... I don't know. Uh, like I said, we haven't got a chance to see uh, SmackDown yet because it's not Friday. But what do they got going on for SmackDown this week? Anything uh, interesting? Nothing right now. I mean, and that that's one of the issues. I mean, they, you know, I uh, read today that one of the one of the things that a lot of people with SmackDown are getting, you know, a little upset with is that Vince doesn't say anything about what's coming up for SmackDown until he gets literally until he gets to the to the Thunderdome. Yep. Um and sometimes it's not until late afternoon. That's why you don't see matches being promoted that early for SmackDown. So it's still kind of surprising that SmackDown with you know such little time to prepare for the show, it's still surprising as to how successful SmackDown can be as opposed to Monday Night Raw when they put a lot more time in to Monday Night Raw. Maybe they're overthinking Monday Night Raw, but it's, you know, second-guessing yourself maybe because you have too much time. I I don't know. Right. And, uh, you know, it's going to be something that, you know, I don't know how – I don't know how the um, how the ratings are going. If SmackDown is still beating Raw in the ratings, or oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yes, it's been like that for a while. Okay. Raw had another drop in ratings this past Monday, but don't worry if you didn't see this past Monday. Just go to last week's Monday Night Raw because it was almost the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, very very little difference. All righty. And that's the rut that they're running into with Monday Night Raw is, you know, I mean, okay, we had a triple threat match this week, um, which we had the qualifiers for last week, but uh, I'm sorry, I don't know how much they showed on Hulu uh, for Monday Night Raw, but why are they all of a sudden shoving Drew McIntyre down our throats with all these facts and showing how he eliminated Roman Reigns or how he eliminated Brock Lesnar or how he eliminated Roman Reigns, how he beat Brock Lesnar and they're making this like they're pushing this guy to be the best wrestler of all time. I mean, why? Why all not that he doesn't deserve you know, mentioning of being the WWE champion, but why all of a sudden was he in like six different segments 
on Monday Night Raw. Well, do you think maybe they want to try and build him up to be this powerhouse like Roman Reigns? That's what, that's what I'm asking. Why are they doing this? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I couldn't tell. I mean, they're putting a lot of emphasis um, on, on the Miz cashing in, too. I mean, you know, you see the tag team match. And I mean, that's, that's, I mean, other than Otis having a briefcase and people literally at some points forgetting who had the briefcase, that's what they've always done with the money in, ba- money in the bank holder. They've always promoted them as having the briefcase. So that, that's not new. That's something they've always done. It's new now because Otis was useless and and envisioning Otis as a singles champion of a major title was just absolutely hilarious yep. and stupid. Right. So it's, that's, that's nothing new. Yep. And speaking of stupid, um, let's talk about that Symphony of Destruction match. I mean, that was just, that just, to me, I mean, the ending was good. I, I like the ending, but I just thought it was, it was something different. When, when, when he electrocuted himself? No, when he did the swanton off the top rope and right through the table oh, and, okay. and pinned him there. But no, the electrocution part was funny as hell. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it, it was something new that the WWE has never done before. I've never, I don't ever recall uh, seeing a match like that. And it kind of caught my eye because it's one of those things where, wow, the WWE has never done this kind of match before, so I want to check it out and see what it's like. And that's how he caught the attention, I'm sure, of a lot of people watching that match to see what it was going to be like. And I didn't, I mean, as the match went on, I thought it was, you know, it got to be pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, it was an okay match. Um, I mean, it had its, its dumb parts with, you know, R-Truth hiding in the piano. And you see the, the top of the piano moving a little bit. I mean, that wasn't, you didn't need that in that match. Right. Um, the electrocution part, you didn't need that in that match. Um, Elias being on that table at the end and Jeff Hardy putting these two pound fiddles on top of him didn't need to be in that match. And that's just, you know, your your Monday Night Raw, you're supposed to be, uh, no offense against SmackDown on Fox, um, but you're supposed to be the flagship show of sports entertainment. Yep. And you're not mm-hmm. supposed to be the next Seinfeld. Right. You're not supposed to be a funny program on the USA Network. And once again, I'm not trying to take away from the entertainment part of the business. Right. But, I mean, okay, you want to call it a symphony of whatever... And that just means they get to use all the different musical instruments, you know, from 
us that would be used in a symphony, great, that's fine. But what's the stupid, you don't need the stupid comedy in it. Yeah. Just got a comment from DJ. Hey, guys, how's it going, DJ? Oh, yeah. Uh, Just say, guys. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, like whatever, you said, whatever, whatever you did this week, yeah. this is how I'm used to seeing the show on my end. With the comments, with me on half of the screen, you on half of the screen. Well, you see, I didn't. The last couple weeks, the last couple weeks, it's only been me in a little box, and I don't see the comments at all. Well, that's because that's I didn't. I well, that's because I didn't take my finger and scroll this way to get rid of the comments. I'm leaving them up there. No, no, no. I'm oh. talking about on my end. Oh, okay. Whatever you did to have me join the broadcast this week on Facebook Live is how it's been before. I know last week we talked about how the appearance on my screen was totally different and I didn't get to see any of the comments. Yeah. But now you're seeing the comments as well too, right? Right, because whatever you did this week is how you used to do it. Okay, cool. Well, hopefully I can remember. Um, well, while he's, while, he's out, while he's out there watching us, uh, DJ, what did you think of that Symphony of Destruction match? I was waiting to see somebody get hit with a bass drum or something. But uh, let's see what DJ thinks was his uh, his comments on the match. Where, I mean, like I said, it was interesting. I've never seen it before, and it kind of caught my attention. I actually watched the match from beginning to end because I wanted to see what a Symphony of Destruction match was. But while my, my, my question to you is, why? Though I, I asked you before, um, I, I don't know if I did it on the show last week. I think I did. Was ask you if you know what a sudden death triple threat match was? Nope. And they described what a sudden death triple threat match was. When the match started, shortly after the match had started, and his exact explanation of it was the sudden death triple threat match was the first person in the match to get a pinfall or submission. Oh, okay. Well, now you say, oh, okay, like that's different from a triple threat match. Right. I mean, it's it's basically the same rules. It's, it, it's not basically. It is. It's the exact same rule. Yeah. In a fatal four-way, in a five-way, in no matter what, any, any, any match, even a one-on-one -on -one match, even a tag team match, your standard rule is first person to get a pinfall or submission. The only difference in a triple threat match is you throw in the no disqualification aspect of it. Right. This was the exact same explanation they gave for the sudden death triple threat match. Okay. As if there's another type of triple threat match. Right. This is what I'm talking about with the WWE. Yep. What the I mean, what? I know. I guess DJ really didn't uh, have too many comments to make on that match because I haven't heard anything more anything more from him. But while he's thinking about that, and we'll talk more about uh, the upcoming pay-per-view that's coming up in two more weeks, and we'll talk about um, NXT TakeOver, which is coming up this, uh, this Sunday. 
But before we do that, let's go to my favorite part of the show. And I hope it's everybody else. Huh? All right. And I, I hope you're just going early again. Well, it's 20, 28 after. I hope you like the bottom of the hour. Yeah, we, haven't, we haven't been on the show. We haven't been doing the show for that long. But go ahead. You can I'll get it together here. Oh. It's only 23 minutes into the show. Oh, okay. Well, my timer here says 28. So, all right. No, we can... Uh, you start, but you start talk to you well before we actually get on the show live. Um, eventually, right? I'll get this, eventually, right? I'll get this, eventually, I'll get this thing off. Right. right. But, uh, all right. Well, we still got a little bit... Of, we still got a little bit more time. Um, no, I'll throw, I'll throw it together. Go ahead. Do your little... It was the way of burying Elias... Some more is what is what uh, DJ said. I hated that. No one said anything. Okay. Now, I mean, is it something that you know? Does the WWE supposedly now gonna phase out Elias eventually, and you know, maybe future endeavor him sooner or later? That's something that. That uh, we'll have to see in the upcoming weeks. Also, I want to make mention of a comment that was made on our Top Rope Report Facebook page. The little nugster had made a uh, comment that if AEW is bringing back Sting, does that mean that the WWE might have the Undertaker in the in the wing somewhere? I don't see it happening. Undertaker confrontation. Oh, yeah, well, the Sting-Undertaker confrontation was never going to happen to begin with. That's that's what he said. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I mean, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely agree with that point. But, you know, even if, I mean, a Sting, a Sting-Undertaker confrontation 10, 12 years ago would have been, you know, Main event WrestleMania worthy, but well, in your opinion, once again, it's you know all statements aren't agreeable upon all parties on our show. True, you know, very true. I, I, once again, I mean, average to me at best was state. Uh, I think his, I mean, his in ring. Moves that was limited, uh, and he was—I don't know—I was just never a stinger fan. Oh, okay. All right, that's that's understandable. Now, did now for this triple threat match that they had this past Monday night? Um, by show of hands, who wanted to see AJ Styles win? True. I mean, who else? Who else is raising their hand right now? DJ. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Elias is a good, a good what? I don't know. Good worker. A good worker. Can't read that. No, it just says on my screen, Elias is a good. That's it. Elias is a good worker, and he has charisma. He's probably honestly better than half or more of the guys, but WWE just has to make him look 
like shit week after week. Okay, I just read the rest of the comment. Now, yeah, I see. I was afraid to put to to tap it to read the rest of it because I didn't want anything disappearing. So, but now I just read it. Yeah, to make them look like shit week after week. Yep, I I agree. I definitely agree with that. So, yeah, but it's uh, you know, it's gonna be. It's going to be a, a good show this Sunday, I believe. Um, NXT TakeOver. Like I said, the only uh, – this is really the only time – I mean, I watch it if there's really something to watch on Hulu. Like if, like if you, Greg, come up to me or DJ says, well, you had to check this out on NXT, I'll go to Hulu and watch it. But I'd have to say 85 to 90% of the time, the only time I watch NXT is the TakeOvers. And with this one being, uh, oh, God, it just slipped my mind, War Games, it's going to be um, it's gonna be a real good pay-per-view. It's gonna, not a pay-per-view. It's going to be a real good show, I believe. So, all right, then, if everybody's ready, then I believe we can now go to my favorite segment of the show, and that's Nuggies News. So, Greg, if you're ready. Take it away. Hey, Chip. Thank you. Um, first and foremost, I just want to uh, get to a little bit of injury news. Um, we, we talked about, as we were talking about this triple threat match to determine the number one contender for Drew McIntyre at TLC. Um, for a while before, he, before all this was going on, there was the desire to put Drew McIntyre against Braun Strowman at um, TLC. As it's now looking like Braun Strowman is going to be the new big show as to where, don't worry, he's a heel today, he'll be a face tomorrow and back to a heel by Saturday <laughs> type deal with his yep. career. And uh, he had a slight, injury, slight knee injury and they, they really weren't sure what was coming of the knee injury. So they did the whole indefinite um, suspension with him headbutting Adam Pierce, um, getting suspended once again indefinitely as as a backup plan. Well, the knee was what they thought. Um, nothing that's going to require surgery, but something that he needs to kind of be off of it. Um, not that he's to walk around in crutches or anything, but you know. They, they do, he needs to rest and relax that knee um, for several weeks. So he's definitely not going to be thrust into the title picture at TLC. Uh, more than likely, we haven't seen him, or uh, we have seen him um, probably wrestle his last match for the calendar year. And more than likely, see him again in January, let him get his little month rest. So here we are talking about Monday Night Raw and what can Monday Night Raw do and they've now got another injury. Um, I mean, as we know, the Viking Raiders um, there, I'm sorry, what was that? Uh, sure. Yeah, just put it on the table over there. Um, as we all know, um, the Viking Raiders have been on the shelf for a while, um, I was going to say Seth Rollins, but uh, I mean, Becky Lynch has been out for a while, Charlotte Flair has been out for a while, 
So Monday Night Raw, who has this huge roster, is is starting to lose a little bit of their luster. Um, we keep seeing the same matches week after week. They're dragging up old feuds. I mean, i.e. Jeff Hardy and Elias. It, in my opinion, something needs to happen on Monday Night Raw, and I think we need to see an influx of some NXT talent um, or a little bit more enticing for somebody like a Charlotte Flair to be brought back and and start to perform on Monday Night Raw. Um, the women's the women's title scene on Monday Night Raw is a joke. Right. I mean, it's an absolute joke. Yep. Um, you know, Mandy Rose being injured, and it's just one thing after another with, with Monday Night Raw. <clears throat> so, you know, just, just looking at that, um, we, we were talking about AEW and Sting. Um, last night in AEW, there was another, another very big, um, well, I should say, a uh, two-part happening. Um, Kenny Omega defeated John Moxley to become the TNA or not TNA, the TNT, whatever the hell it is, um, heavyweight champion, whatever their main belt's name is. I think it's the TNT championship. And on their way out, um, whether it's his manager or somebody uh, aligned with Kenny Omega, he was being asked a question. And he said, you'll get all your answers next Tuesday. And the interviewer was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Dynamite airs on Wednesday nights. And he alluded to whatever this guy's name was. I forget his name. Um, well, me and Kenny will talk about it next Tuesday on Impact on Access Television. So now is there a possibility that... You know, AEW is trying to chop down WWE and Impact is trying to chop down WWE. And is it now one of those circumstances where we're going to see the two small, the big promotion and try and take down WWE? Hmm. And if you know, if that were to happen, um, would you be more inclined to possibly tune in to AWE or AEW? Yeah, I would, yeah. And I would tune in to AEW to watch that, to probably watch them fall on their face. Because I've been saying this for 25, 30, 35 plus years that I've been watching wrestling. You can't compete with Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is, because I consider Vince McMahon the George Steinbrenner of wrestling. He's just, he's just got that, that it factor somehow. I mean, he's got... He, he's been around. He, he, he knows. I'm not saying Tony Khan 
um, doesn't know what he's doing. Tony Khan is the financial guy behind AEW. I wouldn't know Tony Khan from a hole in the wall. Never seen the man. Um, I understand he owns the Jacksonville Jaguars or one of those football teams. Um, but I just don't see I just don't see the two of them. I mean, it's, it's a great idea. I mean, uh, if that happened, it would be like major to see the two the two uh, organizations get together. But I, I mean, if it happens, I don't think they'll, uh, they'll be able to. So, so in referring to George Steinbrenner and the Yankees, um, they won, they, they won the world series every year. There, there's nobody else that ever wins the world series. They never beat them. They always, they, they, they're always, they've always won. Every it seemed, year. It seemed like it. <laughs> but, uh, no, no it's just they that. One world, they won one World Series in 20 years. Right, but I'm just saying that as far as the power goes. The Huskies women's team. Huh? Gino Ariema and the UConn women's basketball team dominated the sport for years to where they would have girls go throughout their entire four-year college career without losing a game that's dominance that was vince mcmahon and wwe now if they if they go a season without losing three or four times and make it to the final four they've had a good year the rest of the competition took out gino oriama i.e vince mcmahon and the wonderful team that he had it can be done. Oh, yeah. Vince McMahon, the, the, the shows used to get, Monday Night Raw used to get close to 3 million fans on Monday watching them. They're not going head-to-head against anyone right now. Okay, Monday Night Football. Well, what was your excuse before that? COVID. What was your excuse before that? Monday Night Football. What was your excuse before that? Oh, I don't know. It's summer. You can't keep having excuses. Viewership for Monday Night Raw is down to an average of 1.7 million people a week. I mean, it doesn't count, you know, people that watch it through streaming. So people that are watching it like you are through Hulu, it doesn't count you in that. But, you know, why, why did WWE have to come out with a free version of the WWE Network and charge you 99 cents to watch a pay-per-view. Yeah, because it's, it's dying. The, right, so why wouldn't two mediocre or middle-of-the-range wrestling promotions not be able to come together and not scare the shit out of Vince McMahon. I mean, the man's over 70 years old and putting out a stale product. Yep. I yeah. I, I, I can definitely see what you're saying now. Yep. And I did have an article that, for some reason, I don't remember where I saved it on my phone. Um, so we'll, we'll have to talk about that on Sunday. I'll put that in Nugget Juice on Sunday. Um, it's just an example of why the WWE, you know, questions to why the WWE um, 
and I'll, I'll you know quote Ox Baker pretty much by saying why why does Vince McMahon hate tag teams because he's literally destroyed the tag team division. Yes, he has. And, and had a whole list of all the tag teams in just the year 2020 that are no longer part of the WWE. Yep, absolutely. I I totally totally agree. I see um, Mr. Mike Cuomo's out there viewing. How you doing tonight, Mike? Yeah, DJ War Game. Yep. Yeah, and I, I, I see uh, Robert Flynn asking about a no top ten list. LOL. Um, I don't know if he's referring to the uh, Kobe Kingston list from last from last show or what. But no, when when I used to do a when I used to uh, do the show with Mike Cuomo and. Uh, Robert Flynn, Bad News Bob, as we like to call him now. Um, Bob used to come out with a top ten list. Okay. And I, I didn't know who Robert Flynn was. So. Yeah, that's Bad News Bob. And um, okay. we, yeah, he used to come out with his top ten list every week. We started calling him the top ten guy. And because uh, every every week for the show, he would have a top ten list, and they would, you know. We had the big banner up there, PWI, which really stood for Pro Wrestling Insider, but we call we consider the people with intelligence. But um, yeah, so if you see him do that, that's just referring back to his his okay. days. So, but we want to thank him for for tuning in and watching the show. Um, yeah, so war games. Oh, the last part. Yeah, that was the last part that I was gonna, that I was going to mention is the card for games uh i mean i guess you can say it's now been finalized um they have five matches they did add a match to the pay-per-view um timothy thatcher's taking on tomasa champa in a singles match um the other matches that are on there's a strap match between dexter loomis and cameron grimes the triple threat match for the North American, well, the NXT North American Championship. Leon Ruff defends against Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. Um, then we have the men's War Games match. Undisputed <laughs> Era versus, um, I, I, they call themselves Team NXT, but it's Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, Danny Birch, and Oni Lorcan. Um, against Undisputed Era, which if you don't know, is Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish. And then the women's war games match, which is Team Candice, um, which is Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm, versus the official team of Team Shotzi, which is Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and after added to the team last night, was Io Shirai. As somebody on the show mentioned on Sunday, um, that that would be the remainder of the team, but I won't take full credit for it. I'll just pat myself on the back. Um, so that is the official War Games lineup for War Games on Sunday. I think that women's War Games match is going to be explosive. That's, that's going to be a... Well, I, I Men's match is gonna be explosive too. Oh yeah, but I mean the women's match with adding Io Shirai and then you got Rhea Ripley and you know Shotzi. Rhea Ripley's team. Rhea Ripley's team has the advantage. Yeah. So they'll have the plus one up until all eight competitors are in there. Yep. 
Now, this Which, is. If I, if I remember correctly, to last year, both winning teams did not have the advantage. I don't. I don't. No, I don't, I don't think, remember now. I don't think they did either. So that that advantage doesn't doesn't mean much. Right. I um I I I think you're right as far as not having an advantage. I I believe you, that's the way it was. And last year, Team Team Ripley last year was one of being just um Rhea Ripley and Candice LeRae against the entire team of of um. Shayna Baszler, yep. Dakota Kai taking out Tegan Knox and then just walking away. Right. So. Yep. So that's going to be this Sunday on the WWE Network. So you definitely want to check that out. I know I'm going to be watching it. I'm kind of glad that it's this Sunday. Um, I almost, I, I, for some reason, I thought it was the week before um TLC but it's two weeks before TLC so that's gonna be a, a good pay-per-view to watch also possibly next Sunday here live on the top rope report um our in-studio guest well not our in-studio guest but our guest on the phone with us joining us live um will be the Guardian of Chaos, Big Daddy, is going to be um, gracing us with his presence. He uh, was on the show one other time, and the recording got messed up, and we didn't get a chance to record the show. So now that things seem to be going pretty well as far as the recording goes, it just jinxed us. But um, yeah, so you, you might want to tune in next week to check out the Top Rope Report as we present to you live the Guardian of Chaos, Big Daddy. Going to be an explosive show. You don't want to miss it. So. Also, this coming Sunday um, is also on, you know, depending on where you are and, and when your football games are, on Fox is their yearly tribute to the service, um, the WWE Salute to the Troops. Um they have three advertised matches for that. See, this was something else I wanted to mention in Nuggies News I forgot about. Um, the matches they have advertised are the women's um, a women's match between Sasha Banks and her tag team partner Bianca Belair versus Bailey and Natalia. WWE Champion Drew McIntyre takes on The Miz. And then a 10-man tag team match with King Corbin, Elias, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode taking on Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, and the Street Profits. Um, so those are the three matches that they have. Um, they, if, if you have a one o'clock Fox football game in your area, Tribute to their troops is on, I think, at 4.30. If you have a 4 o'clock game, Tribute to the Troops is on in your area at 3 o'clock. Um, at first, I questioned as to why Fox should put Tribute to the Troops on Sunday when there's an, a takeover event, but 
it's on during the day, so they won't be going, you know, head to head. Yeah, and that will be. And I just want to verify, double check that will be on Fox, correct? Yes. Okay, because I know they used to have it on USA. Okay, so you definitely want to turn, uh, tune in. WWE's Tribute to the Troops, always a great show. Uh, great yeah, thing. I mean, there's some, some big names on there. I should say there's some pretty big names missing um, on that. I mean, I understand why you wouldn't have, say, Roman Reigns on Tribute to the Troops. Because um, I, I won't say 100%. But I'm ninety-eight percent will guarantee that the faces win every match and yeah. should be the troops. Yep. I don't I don't think a heel has ever won on tribute to the troops. Right. So that's probably why you're not gonna put Roman Reigns on there. Um and maybe the fiend is too scary to be on tribute to the troops for the little kids. Right. But why why wouldn't a fan favorite like the New Day not be on tribute to the troops? Right. Or Big E. Well, I really don't know if Big E's like a major fan favorite just yet. I mean, I still have no... He's still part of the New Day. He right. still comes out to the New Day song and everything, and he still has the same uniform and... You know, they're in the same video game with the same gear. He's still part of New Day in my eyes. Uh, they just wrestle on certain yeah. shows. And as far as, oh, excuse me, as far as his singles. Oh, getting close to truth bedtime. <laughs> as far as um, his singles aspect and his singles career goes, I have no idea what WWE is going to go with that. So. But, um, yeah, getting back to the NXT takeover there for a minute. What do you, um, what do you see? Now, it's not an, is it an elimination like last year's? Brianne? What, what, like elimination? Well, like last year when you said it was, um, Rhea Ripley and Candice LeRae against the other team because the other three people got beat. They left, right? They had to. They got eliminated no, from the match. Keegan, no, 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 no. Keegan Knox never got to enter the match because Dakota Kai attacked her when she was coming to enter the match, and then Dakota Kai left the arena, leaving it a four on two. War Games is not an elimination. It's first team to get a pinfall or submission. If you leave the cage for any reason after the match starts, you lose. Oh. You lose the match by forfeit. It's not an escape the ring. It's not an escape over the top of the cage. You are in a cage with two rings. And there's two refs, one in each ring, so the ref doesn't have to go back and forth between rings. And it's the first team to get a pinball or submission. And I still think, and and that that one is going to be a, a a really good match. They got a lot of storylines coming out of that. They got a lot of feuds coming out of that. So it's gonna it's gonna be. Uh, 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 I'm not gonna say it's gonna be a great show, but it's gonna be 
better than good, I believe. I believe it's going to be a really good show. So we'll have to see this Sunday coming up. But, um, yeah, so as far as TLC goes, it is the last pay-per-view of the year. Um, dying to see what they're going to have, what they're going to put together for different matches. Who's going to have a tables match? Who's going to have a ladders match? You know, who's going to have all three? Because, you know, somewhere along the line, there's going to be one match where it's going to be all, where it's just going to be tables, ladders, and chairs. Right. Well, in my opinion, in, in, you're doing a key, just like when we talk about extreme rules. Um, I think that if you're having a TLC pay-per-view, every match on the card has to be either a tables match, a ladders match, a chairs match, or a straight-up TLC match. Right. That, that's my opinion. I, I agree. Don't know what your thoughts are about that? No, I agree because you know what's what's the purpose of having a TLC pay-per-view if you're not going to have every match have something to do like a TLC, like have a tag team match for a ladders match or have a women's match for a tables match. You know, got to have those. So, I mean, do they have any listings of what matches are going to be or? Well, the only match they have listed right now is the Drew McIntyre AJ Styles match, which as of this, you know, broadcast, there's no stipulation or anything to it. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't know if they had a stipulation. But yeah, let me get your opinion on uh, on that match, Greg. The um, the triple threat match: Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, or no, Riddle. I mean, Riddle, Riddle, and AJ and AJ. Yeah, and AJ Styles. I mean, did well, I mean, what what did you think of the match? I mean, were you was there anything that made you think? That, you know, oh, God, Riddle might actually win this, or I'd like to see Keith Lee against um, Drew McIntyre, or if it's going to be, oh, God, it's AJ Styles against McIntyre. I don't think that's going to be a great match. What was your opinion on it? Well, of, of all your choices, none of the above. Okay. Because I never had a, oh, shit, it's, it's only going to be AJ Styles. I, I don't know why you would think that. Um, I think AJ Styles uh, against Drew McIntyre could be a great match. Um, I think AJ Styles is one of the underrated wrestlers in the WWE. People forget how how good of a wrestler AJ Styles can be. Um, you put him in the spotlight, he's gonna shine. He, he's not. He's not. Uh, I mean, he's not the Miz. I mean, no offense against the Miz. Miz is more microphone than he is action where AJ Styles just happens to be good on the mic, but he's great in the ring. And that's that's proof in the pudding. You put him in the ring with a great wrestler, i.e. Daniel Bryan, and they put on a 45-minute match on a weekly show, you're just... It's not... That match wasn't great just because it was Daniel Bryan. It was great because it was Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Right. And that was... X factor because more than likely it will be some type of stipulation, which means there won't be a disqualification. So you have to put AJ Styles' bodyguard almost in there as as an X factor. Yep. 
Absolutely. And um, I believe well, when you're mentioning Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, I mean, we, we saw that match. And, I mean, that's, to me, that's front runner for match of the year right now for this year. I mean, like you said, it was on a weekly show that is only on for either two hours or three hours, one of the two, and it went 45 minutes. So that was... Smackdown, so it was two yeah, hours. Two hours, and out of those two hours, 45 minutes of that two hours was Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, and they did not disappoint one minute. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, we even said that one time when we were at Hooters when we saw John Cena versus AJ Styles. And it was like, wow, that was a really good match as well. Trying to remember, yeah. trying to remember uh, which pay-per-view that was. Uh, I, think, I, don't know. I think it was the SummerSlam uh, a while back. But, you know, whenever you – I mean, AJ Styles has been around the world over. I mean, New Japan, TNA, and he's been champion everywhere he's gone. If he beats Drew McIntyre for the title, will I be surprised? Yeah, but I won't be shocked. I mean, if he wins the title, right. then, you know. Would I be surprised? No. Would I be shocked? No. <laughs> right. And because he's well, two-time champion, so, I mean, even if he wins, I won't be disappointed and say, oh, shit, AJ Styles was champion. No, because you're not losing anything. Right. You're still getting a great wrestler who has just won the title, and you're not going to be disappointed in any of his matches. Right. So, exactly. Yep. So I can definitely uh, definitely look forward to that match. I mean, we can almost probably count on um, Randy Orton versus The Fiend for the TLC pay-per-view. It's yeah, just what kind possibly, of match. Yeah, it's just possibly, what kind of match will they have. Right. And if they do a slow, long drawn out because once again i mean it is tlc so it's not a major pay-per-view so you're not gonna book you know 12 matches right um so now is you're gonna have roman reigns on there as well right so uh, i mean you're probably looking at roman reigns um kevin owens match yep says here greg nuxter chester is watching hi greg um yeah, and it's even that would be even that would be a match I would look forward to. Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns cuz you know, Kev, Kevin Owens got right in the camera and said, "Roman, I don't fear you. I'm not afraid of you." Right. And that's going to be definitely a match, you know, and like we said, what stipulation are they going to have? We don't know yet. Which will just add to the quality of the match, I believe. Yeah, I, I I think that would with those two guys, it would definitely be, uh, I think, a full-out TLC match. And I... I not, not, that in, not that in a tables match you can't break out a chair or a ladder anyways. Right. But I, I think, you know, with a TLC match, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty certain they... You, you hang the belt and you have to climb the, the ladder to win it, correct? Yep. Yeah. So, yep. So that's, uh, so I mean, you know, WWE has got a lot of possibilities going on for this pay-per-view, but it is the last pay-per-view of the year. 
Um, like we said, I believe the last Sunday of this month, which will be the what's this? The, the 27th will be our um, year-end award show. Yes, and, and I'll uh, be going through those award categories um, off the air with you, and, and we will release the categories um, this Sunday during Nuggies News. Okay, great. So definitely looking forward to that. So, uh, yeah, so this has definitely been a really, really good show. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting to like the uh, – the, the two shows a week now, we get a lot of chance to get out there more, let our people, let the people, you know, check us out more instead of just doing it on Sundays. So, and being well, a, usually we do it the two two shows a week only um, when we did a pay per view show. Right. You know, we do a pay per prediction show, and then you know, just leading up to that, we would sometimes do a show um, on Thursday, and then we would do a. You know, this week we'll actually technically do three shows because, you know, we did a, that way it was last year we did our pay-per-view recap, but whatever. Yeah. You know, we, sometimes you do three shows if you do a pay-per-view recap. Right. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, this has been a, a really great show and uh, hope everybody enjoyed it. We're getting close to the end of this episode of the Top Rope Report. Uh, don't forget, everybody, Tuesday afternoon on Spotify is Talking Sports with the Nugster. You definitely want to check out that podcast. I saw it. I listened to it this past Tuesday. You won't be disappointed. It's a great podcast. Greg knows his sports. I, I must correct you because it's, it's not – well, it's on Anchor. Um, and then it gets – broadcast to, to six other podcast networks with Spotify being one of them. Okay. All right. So so you definitely want to check that out. It's uh Greg, is there a specific time? You said what, one one PM it is, I think? Well, you know, right now I, I can't I mean I can't lock in an exact time. Um once again like today and granted it was ever so brief, but I got interrupted by, by the nurse who dropped off, you know, medication for me to take. Um, I don't, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm going to try and do it every Tuesday afternoon. Um, so that's, that's the targeted time. Right. So it's Tuesday afternoons on anchor. And more specifically, I, I want to do it after the, the football week is over. So this week, I don't know. I may not do it till Wednesday because Week 13 won't end until Tuesday um, when the, the, <laughs> the pussies take on the pussies. Yeah. Um, you know, the Ravens and the Cowboys. Yep. Um, two teams that I hate. So it's a game I, you know, probably won't waste my time watching. I don't but, blame you. You know, I want to at least be able to finish off the, the football week. Um, that's specifically why I chose Tuesdays for now. Right. Was because it would be after the Monday night game as well. So. Right. So, but you definitely want to check it out. Talking sports with the Nugster. It's a great podcast. You definitely want to tune in and listen to one of the greatest minds in sports. Talk, talk sports. So, Greg, great show tonight. And don't you want to give out one more shout out for another one of our fellow uh, friends via pod that uh, does a podcast? 
Rick Del Santo. Rick Del Santo, that's right. Pro Wrestling Zone. You definitely want to check that out. The Professor Rick. Del yes, he's also on Anchor. Um, so you definitely want to check it out. Rick's a great friend of ours, great friend of the show. So you want to check him out. That's Pro Wrestling Zone, PWZ, with the professor, Rick Del Santo. Definitely check him out. So on behalf of the Nokster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll catch you Sundays at 10 a.m. Have a great night. There we go. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.